on behalf of Jamie, we are Shade Tree Chefs. All right. Uh, as I've mentioned or we mentioned uh, within the last week or so uh, about Jamie working um, in a different state for you know the time being, um, he's also working a different shift. Uh, and, and unfortunately, this week, things just didn't line up to where we could both do the show. Um, but he asked, he's, I, I know he's, he's going to be mad at me for this one, but I was talking to him on the phone and you know, I could hear the quiver in his voice, almost like, you know, he's holding, starting to cry, really, uh, just saying, please, just, you got to do the show. Everyone still wants to hear it. So I said, all right, I'll, I'll still do it, you know. Uh, so I reached out to a couple of people, hoping maybe a short notice guest star or guest, guest host um, for the show. And uh, unfortunately, that didn't happen. But that's all right. Uh, I do have some things uh, to talk about. So one, uh, the first thing I want to talk about is kind of uh, a little different. You know, we started this not really knowing what we were going to do with it, have an idea. Some we've done, some we haven't done, uh, some stuff still on our list to do. Um, but, you know, there's, there's coworkers, stuff like that. You know, people are close to us or know us that know we do the podcast. So it's kind of kind of funny uh, at, at times when they ask us things like uh, actually today at work uh, they ordered and got in some, uh, some food from a barbecue place. I'm not sure why, but I'm not going to complain, right? Free food. And, and we get done and I have you know, a couple of guys say, hey, so what do you think? You know, it's like I'm sitting there thinking, it's like, you know, I'm no expert. And I, I think these people actually listen to the, to the podcast knowing, I mean, there's plenty of, uh, of fails and, and mishaps that happen uh, to us. Um, you know, today it was actually, I thought it was really good. I mean, some things that I might have done differently, but all in all, uh, the place actually isn't too far away. I think I will uh, have to go there again and um, see what else they have on the menu. So uh, I also, uh, I, I recently bought some new gear. So we're going to do like a, a gear review today. So uh, I don't recall the maker of it, but it was uh, I, I purchased a 20-inch meat hook on uh, just off Amazon. I had seen it somewhere. So it's essentially a handle, and then it's almost like a there's a hook on the end, right? So it's uh, I think it's counterclockwise. You know, it goes clockwise, whatever. Uh, and pretty much the purpose is that way uh, you got a little bit longer reach. You can get it, and it, it actually penetrates the meat. And you can lift it and flip it or lift it, get it off the grill. Um, part of me is, is torn on this because, you know, now you're putting holes in your meat. Um, I really have only used this once. And that when I, that is when I did that open flame cooking uh, and, and chicken. So what I did like about it was the fact that I didn't have to get as close as I would with you know, even my longest pair of tongs. Um, you know, it's a sharp end. It grips it well. Uh, it does not go very deep in the meat. So I suppose, you know, does it really matter all that much? I, I don't think so. Um, but I, I, yeah, something's still about me. You know, it's always, hey, don't cut into your meat. You know, probe it. Don't probe it all that often. You're just going to let juices out. Uh, you know, does this go deep enough to cause a, a concern? Probably not unless it's a, a thinner cut of meat. Um, so it's something I think I'll, I'll, I'll continue to try and see how I like it. Like I said, it, it did work. It was nice, uh, for that application because, um, I did not have to get that close to the fire. I mean, my biggest tongs are probably, 
I don't know what, eight inches. So, I mean, you got to get pretty close to get to that meat where, like I said, this is 20 inches. Uh, I kept my hand a little bit further away from the fire. Uh, and in this case being in, well, it really wasn't an open flame. If uh, we all recall last week, it was more of a smoldering mess. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it was something I tried. Uh, I, I don't recall. I, th- I think it was pretty cheap. I probably paid under $15 for it. Um, I'll try some more and maybe revisit it. Uh, the other thing um, I did purchase was some more fire starters. Um, previously, I, I pretty much have been using nothing but the Weber lighter cubes. Um, they work well, um, but you kind of have a residue and it's like a wax. Um, so uh, I think it was, you know, when I threw the package away, I had bought in some of the, the fire, uh, some different fire stars where it's almost like, almost looks like hay, you know, it's a, a longer, uh, you know, a cylinder style um, cube or, or, or whatnot. And um, I, I thought the flame was higher on it. And uh, I think it was Royal Oak, now that uh, I'm confusing and jumping over myself. I think it got it, uh, the fire going a little bit quicker uh, in my chimney. Uh, but I was running a little bit low on them, so I just, I just went on Amazon. I knew I was going away, and um, I just needed to get some more. I'm like, well, let's see, let's see what I can find. So um, I actually picked up. They sold it, and they had different pack sizes. Uh, it was by Zorstar, uh, Zorstar Fire Starter. I ended up buying a 60-pack of it, which uh, came out to roughly $25. I think it was just under, I want to say like $22. Um, one thing about theirs, they say there's no chemicals. It burns up to like 10 minutes and roughly about two inches. Um, I, I really only used it on that open flame. Um, and, and at that point, I had grabbed a couple of them, but, uh, you know, they seemed to do the trick. Uh, I, I didn't do too much price comparison. So, you know, price per uh, start, you know, is it a little high? I, I, I honestly, I didn't go that deep into it. There might be, there might be better options for it, um, but but I, they work well. Uh, the biggest issue I had is it came, it came in a bag, almost think of a uh, brown paper bag. So when I was trying to open it, I actually tore, <laughs> I actually tore it open, you know. So it's I got this big tear in the side. So that that would be the I'd say the unfortunate thing about it is, would be the packaging. Um, so if, I don't know if I'm the only one, but I, this year I decided, you know, uh, I knew of, uh, hearing of food shortages, you know, inflation, food costs going up, I decided to uh, have a garden. I, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this before. So I, I, you know, I planted a few different things, not the biggest area, um, more long. So I had done, you know, some onions, uh, some different peppers, um, some tomato plants, and I got an eggplant in there and, you know, that, that one hasn't quite come through yet. And then I actually had bought three um, cucumber plants. And fortunately for me, now that it's kind of in full swing, two of them did not make it. I tell you, the one that did, it's just taking over, um, it's just taking over my garden. But in this thing, I, and I don't know what kind of cucumber it is, it, um, sorry for the plane, um, these things are, are massive. And so it's like, all right, what am I going to do with these? I personally am a big fan of dill pickles. And uh, there's actually someone at work they'll bring in, they'll do like uh, refrigerator pickles. So it's not really going through that pickling process. You get the flavor, just not the longevity. 
So I, I started researching a little bit, and they were all kind of similar recipes. So I, I, finally, I just picked one, and uh, it turned out pretty good. Uh, they, they say pretty much let it sit in the fridge for, you know, um, was it three days, and then, you know, enjoy it up to like a month or two. And uh, really all the recipe was is it was they called for uh, three and a half cups of water, uh, one and a quarter cup of white vinegar, a tablespoon of sugar, a tablespoon of sea salt. After looking again, I did see reviews saying, hey, use like a uh, canning salt. Uh, don't use a table salt because there's, you know, they add stuff to it to keep it from clumping, stuff like that. Of course, what did I do on the first batch? I just used table salt. Uh, the taste... I haven't noticed an issue yet, but uh, I do have a couple of batches, and I really haven't gotten into the second batch. Anyways, back to the recipe. Uh, so yeah, the, the salt, uh, two cloves, whole cloves of garlic, and then they called for two heads of fresh dill. I don't know what that means. Right? I've, uh, I, I'm Googling it. What is a head of dill? You know, I went to the store, and they didn't... Where I went, they didn't have it. Where in the produce section, really, had the, the little packs of it, which will have a lot of the different herbs. So I picked up a couple of them, and I had nothing to actually put um, my pickles in. So about like a 12-pack of 32-ounce um, pickling jars or mason jars, whatever you want to call them. Um, and then it called for four. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this one I thought was the craziest thing I heard of the whole recipe. Four cups of speared cucumber. Now, I'm thinking to myself, how do I really measure four cups that are speared, right? I mean, every measuring cup I have is too small to fit a spear in it. Maybe you stand them up. I, I, I don't know. So I'm just like, whatever. I'm just going to shove. <laughs> I'm just going to cut up. You know, I'm going to spear the, the, the cucumber. And I'm just going to shove uh, you know, a decent amount, as many as I can, and then just pour it over. So anyways, you get your kind of, I don't want to say necessarily brine, but uh, your, your liquids, uh, and you bring it to, they say to bring it to a boil. I didn't go that far. I just got it to the point where the salt and sugar dissolved and then let it come and uh, cool down to room temperature. So I put the dill, I'm guessing, right? I'm like, I don't know how much dill. So I'm like, you just get some big pieces of it, throw it in there, a couple couple cloves of, of my garlic, throw that in there, you know, fill up, fill the mason jars up with, uh, with spears, uh, of pickle. And actually the, the first couple of pickles I had, these things were massive. I mean, probably, I don't know, foot long. And I mean, just, they were thick, probably a good six inches thick. So I, I go and I, I spear it and I go to fit them in there and they're, they're too long, uh, to fit in the mason jar. So I had to, I had to cut them in half so the, the two initial uh, cucumbers I had actually took up three mason jars. So I did that, you know, put them in the fridge. Um, three days later, you know, I tasted it. it they weren't bad, um, but I, I really wasn't getting that dill uh, flavor, you know, that real dill pickle. They're still very crunchy and everything. So I'm like, all right, well, let's, we'll, we'll just see what, it, uh, what it's like tomorrow. Um, and then I, I have noticed it's pick, picked up more on... You know, uh, you get a little more of the garlic, a little more of that dill flavor to it. Now, the garlic isn't really like a strong garlic, but, you know, it's tasting, it, it was definitely tasting more like a, a dill pickle. And there again, um, still very crunchy. So I, I ha actually had a bunch more of cucumbers 
that were ready. So I'm like, all right, got home from work. Let's let's make more pickles, you know. And, and at this point, it's still not really uh, a proven recipe, right? Now we're probably four days in. So I slice them all up. I mean, I think in, in all between both batches, I have like nine mason jars. So I'm like, you know what? Let's let's try uh, a spicy pickle. I like a little spice. So I, uh, what do I do? Unless I didn't even look. I said, well, whatever. I, I go out to the garden. I have jalapeno peppers. I f- pick one off and I cut it up um, and threw, I had, you know, I don't remember the count, probably three, you know, three pieces in, into the jar. Um, and I, I actually tasted it prior to, so that would have been Saturday I made them. So today is Thursday. So whatever that equates to for days, I don't, I don't feel like doing math today. Uh, the pickles, they actually didn't have, when you, you bit into them, you really didn't have like a jalapeno taste to them. Uh, if anything, I'd say it was more of a little bit of aftertaste where you'd get a little bit of that, uh, the heat. So I, I'm not real sure if I really like that. You know, when, my thought for it was, and, and I was kind of hesitant of putting a bunch in there. I didn't want it to be like uh, biting into a jar of pickled jalapenos, which I do enjoy, but you know, these are still pickles. I just want to add a little, a uh, little kick to them. Um, so I, I, I think I'd try it again, maybe add a little bit more jalapeno or, you know, the other thing is, uh, maybe look, uh, online and find a, a recipe that, uh, is probably much better than my random throwing things into the mason jar. Um, I will try the, the, uh, pickled jalapeno though. See how, if that uh, kind of reminds me of, you know, the jar stuff you can buy. Um, the other thing I did try, you know, I know last week we talked about uh, beer, right? The Oktoberfest season is upon us. So um, I went out and was just perusing for some, some beer. And uh, I seen Founders has, uh, and I've never seen this before. It's, it's called Founders Ultimate Oktoberfest. Uh, it's described as an imperial German Marzen aged in a bourbon barrel, and it's roughly like 10% alcohol. Uh, so, uh, all right, it comes in a four-pack. I picked it up. Um, review on that, uh, it's good, um, but you definitely get uh, that, that bourbon barrel um, flavor in it. So it's, I, I can't say it's uh, overpowering or, or real strong. It's a, it's a good beer, but to me... It, it, it's not an Oktoberfest. I, I got, it, it didn't taste like an Oktoberfest to me. It tasted like any other bourbon barrel, you know, beer. That, that, that bourbon barrel, that aged bourbon barrel flavor, it just kind of drowns out um, any, any other style, um, in my opinion, for the type of beer it is. So, um, was it good? Would I drink it again? I would. Um, would I put it on my top 10 for, uh, Oktoberfest? Definitely not. Uh, it was a good beer though. Um, and I did enjoy them. Uh, you know what? Uh, you know, being, uh, by myself this week, I, I thought, uh, maybe I talked a little fast, but I kind of ran through and I actually did hold a list. I, I know I give Jamie a bunch of, uh, I razz him quite a bit about having, a list of things to talk about, and uh, today I kind of feared that I would just kind of ramble, and um, 
so I actually wrote wrote down kind of a guideline for today, and uh, I have gone through everything I have come up with or had written down. So uh, as Jamie would then uh, normally uh, just kind of chime in, say, all right, well, I guess that's about it then. So uh, hopefully next week we'll have Jamie back. If not, um, I will have somebody else with, um, and actually hopefully I have, I have both, hopefully Jamie and a guest. Um, I'm really excited for uh, uh, the, the new guest that I have, I have been talking to. So uh, with that being said, on behalf of Jamie, I'm Matt, and we are Shade Tree Chef. Oh, 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 o